Welcome to Ellis for Losers, a pop culture and reality TV roundup. I'm Jessica Jarden. I'm Marcy Jaro. Hello, Jess. Hi, my friend. It's very funny. I am in the middle of ca- taking a COVID test, but you're here, so you're fucked regardless. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I'm not taking it because I feel sick. I'm taking it because I'm doing a show yeah, tonight. Safe. And I have to, well, they don't give you a choice. They tell you. They tell you. So, you know, in five minutes, we'll know if this was a huge mistake <laughs> or not. How are you? I'm good. It just, it feels like a busy week. I don't know. Things feel busy. Yeah. But also because my family's in town. My sister and her husband and my nephew and my niece have been here. And so I'm kind of back and forth to Pasadena. Really all that's going on with me, though, is that the Beyonce album comes out at midnight. But tonight, Thursday, which will be by the time anyone is listening to this, it'll it will be out. Be out. Yeah. Um, it also, I will say... So it leaked early, which we can talk about at some point. I put it in the news, but it it leaked early. Someone we know sent it to me. Oh. And I did not open it. <laughs> Proudly. Well, tell me the thought process behind it. It's not how she, it's not how my queen wants her art received. Okay. And I am a fan of her and I think she's an artist and I want to receive her art the way it was intended. Okay. You don't want to. Okay. That makes sense. I want, I want to hear the music. Like it felt crazy to have it and have it potentially, but like to me, it's like disrespectful to the artist. It feels like. It's not also I don't know the quality of that. I don't know if it is even like final like mixes and stuff. And I just was like, I I have waited six years since Lemonade. Like I can wait two days to receive her art the way she intends it to be received. And I don't know if there's more that happens tonight. If it is just a bunch of songs go up. But either way, like I just want to experience it. You know, you respect the artist. Yeah. It's like I wouldn't want to watch like a bootleg video of a movie I was excited about. Yeah. You know, like it's like I want to see it the way it was intended. And I want to hear it the way it's intended. And it just makes me feel like a little fan. When people leak it, what do do they get out of it? I think that's to me. It's like, why? Especially two days before. It's like if this was weeks ago, I don't know. Maybe my curiosity would get the better of me. But it's like if you make it six years, you think you could probably make it two days. Do you think it's like a test? Like when Kim leaked pictures of North to her art. Like when, when when North was born, Kim Kardashian sent out pictures of a baby that was not North to see who would leak it. Yes, that's right. And she sent it to different pictures to different people. And that's how she knew who was out of the circle. I can't imagine who would be that brave because Parkwood Entertainment, Beyonce's company that owns everything are historically litigious and you know there was even a thing when she did like the Super Bowl that images were released that they tried to get like taken out of the public domain that were like kind of those funny ones that became memes of that weren't super flattering of her on stage and like they they are scary I would not go up against Beyonce's legal team for all the money in the world Beehive is not happy, so it would be a shameful move as a member and fan to listen. Okay. They're not supporting of the leak, so I want to be in line with my fellow fans. And are you telling the truth, or did you make a big deal about this? <laughs> do I look like I'm lying? You do seem like you... I did it. I swear I would take... doth protest no, too much. I'm excited. I'm channeling my, like, excited energy. Okay. I literally... Who sent it to you? I'm so curious. It's... And do you think less of them? Yes. <gasps> but it's already someone who was on my shit list oh. who recently pissed me off and you were there. Oh, I don't remember. 
them? Yes, I got it. Never mind. I know exactly who it is. Okay. Because not it, many people make you mad, so I understand who it is. You saw it nails up. Yes, I under I know. You know you what I'm talking about. Yeah, no one ever makes you mad, so I know. It's the so. same person, yeah. and then that same person... Honestly, you probably told enough so that everyone knows who you're talking about. So that's fair. That's fair. You know what? That's fair. That's Shame what you on get. him. That's what you get. Shame on now, him. Now we've really and narrowed it down. Told me the song that they liked and I was like, literally shut up. Like, I don't want to know. I don't want to go into this through the lens of you. That is like an interesting, like kind of guy take on it though to want to be ahead of it too especially that person and it's like i don't care how this okay i was just getting very personal now. i was mad <laughs> it literally pissed me off i was like i don't want to experience We're coming for them now I, already on my shit list and then was like being <laughs> nice to me and sending it and then i was like stop like it, i don't want it early Take the temperature this i also just like don't doing. experience beyonce's art through the lens of like you it's not how i ca- i don't care i don't want to go in with any Thing. right just, this is a big personal thing that i want to experience how i experience it there's nothing i'm like this about you know i love that though it just means a lot and it's like I a really it. big gift and i want to experience it like so specifically and personally and i i you know it's like i don't even want to experience it i was telling tim like i i really genuinely think she is like an ultimate artist like an actual living breathing like genius artist and it's like I don't want to think about it through the lens of like a, a white male improviser. I don't even want to think about it. I hope she's not even thinking about like 39 year old white ladies when she makes her music, you <laughs> yeah. know, like I don't care if it's for me. I don't, even when I listened to formation, I didn't like get it or hear it really for the first like five times, you know, yeah. it took me like, it was like stuff I hadn't, it was a kind of music I didn't, I hadn't even really heard before. So to me, that's like the joy of it is to just be like, what, what did she, what did, she intended what's what did she put out not like what's the best what's the best track right you know like which is also a thing boys like to do yeah i mean you know we all have our favorite things but yeah anyways i'm obviously turned about you it. are fuming i had a hard day at work and i was that's why i was like running late because i was ranting with somebody else from work and so then it just dovetailed hey man i well i'm excited that you only have a few more hours to wait so that no one else can try to take this from you are you gonna stay up late well, it's only 9 p.m. our time. Ooh. So I'm going to like go to yoga and then I think I'm going to put on my robe and then I'm going to, I think maybe like pour a glass of wine or something. Ooh. And then I'm going to like sit at my computer like a dork. And I love it. Down. I love it. Anyways, that's me. How about you? Well, I do not have COVID. Hey, obviously. that's a fun thing to happen live. Yeah. Right. It, that's how it works. Apply. If there's no, there's no tea, right? That's yeah, you just, yeah. You're looking for one got it one line got, got it don't got it's what i meant don't um, got it don't got it and take a picture send it to the producer of the show but i saw nope this week oh uh, jordan peele i new... haven't seen it you know what? i didn't know anything about same. it same i, I like, purposely have like nowadays i think i just not like purposely. that better. i just was like what's out huh <laughs> not purposely at all i just didn't know anything about it and i have this every time i see kiki palmer and I think it every single time. So I, I factually know about her. Yeah. She is insanely talented yes. and that she is so funny while, while being such a good actor. And I know this about Kiki Palmer and every time I see her, I go, wow, she is so talented. It like I never know. ceases to amaze me. Well, I feel like she has she is like in a very interesting part of the culture where she is like very she's ubiquitous to a sense 
to to a level but is somehow not like in everything all the time you know like she's more like the i'm sorry to this man you know meme like she's internetty she's cool she's She's been working forever forever so good in everything she does to the exact thing we were just talking about there was this conversation that started up this past week where someone on twitter was sort of comparing zendaya and kiki saying i'd like someone to do a deep dive on the similarities and differences between kiki palmer and zendaya's careers this may be one of the clearest examples of how colorism plays out in hollywood they're both child stars but their mainstream popularity is very different obviously saying kiki is that colorism that zendaya is preferred for having fairer skin Mm -hmm. i think was the purpose of that so kiki writes a great example kiki palmer at Kiki Palmer tweets in response, a great example of colorism is to believe I can be compared to anyone. I'm the youngest talk show host ever, the first black woman to star in her own show on Nickelodeon, the youngest and first black Cinderella on Broadway. I'm an incomparable talent. Baby, this, all caps, is Kiki Palmer. It is. I love Even trying to say that Zendaya has a better career than her is so dismissive of, like, she's... It, yeah it's but this insane. is always the conversation i saw something there was like even with it's like also she's someone trying to do something there trying to say yes. something and not knowing enough about it to even make the commentary is and, like so frustrating and there's like an inherent i think what the point is is like well why are we lo- i saw people a tweet that where lizzo's album came out to rave reviews and somebody was like, one of the reviewers was like, Beyonce better look out because Lizzo's got the album of the year. And it was like, now what do these women have to do with each other? What are we saying exactly? What are we saying and not saying here? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, f- not long ago, someone was like, I like Nicole Byer better than Lizzo. And it's like, what are you ever talking about? <laughs> literally, like, exactly. literally, <laughs> what are you actually, what, could, do you, what do you think you have said? Could you please hear what? You said, could you please just just rewind that because and play it back to yourself? Literally, they don't have the same careers. <laughs> they are not That's... even personality wise similar. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it's it's I see what you see in common. We understand. But it, it, it really literally it's just surface level stuff that it's so crazy. It doesn't happen to any men and literally every famous man has brown hair and white skin you know what i mean not every but all the white guys they all look alike and we don't really compare that we only compare the chrises because not only are they identical but they also all have the same names they are chris four to six letter last name that is like (laughs) that is yeah that's putting that's the point on and hey you know what all of this is fine if you don't say it out loud on the internet you because you know we can all think things and be like whoopsie and you catch yourself we get it i do it all day people do it to me and your point is always it's always it's an even then there's this further step it's not only putting on the internet it's tagging the damn person tagging (laughs) the person why you gotta tag literally you should let strangers be strangers unless you're positive this is gonna make their day better or you need to let them know you're very upset with them no you don't need to you actually don't need to because if they are strangers you don't need to say that it's so 
People are wild on the People internet. People are wild. Well, should we hop into some news? Let us hop into some news. So you covered the leak. The leak happened. There's not much else to say. It came out two days in advance. I guess I'll just continue to shame everybody. <laughs> Don't send it to Jeff. Don't send it to me. I will say Tim said, oh, I get it. Will you send it to me, though? <laughs> you were like, and I did. excuse me. Uh, but no, I'm being precious. But no, that's that. That's that. Now, what was this Vanessa Lachey line? Because this, I really read the quote and I was like, is she speaking gibberish? I don't understand what she's talking about. So the headline is that Vanessa Lachey. Oh, yes, Vanessa. I think I said the wrong name. Did I? Never mind. I don't know. I was just saying Move that. On. Yeah, it's not about you. Don't be mad at me because someone else sent you an album. I, I'm not. I didn't do it. I'm Don't sorry, be mad I'm at me. Channeling my rage. Uh, I didn't say you did anything wrong. Vanessa Lachey addresses the lack of body diversity on Love Is Blind and thinks it may have to do with contestants feeling insecure. So basically, she is saying that they don't make any of these couples propose and go on to you know to continue filming and that there were some you know different bodies there but because they feel insecure she thinks they didn't have enough time to make meaningful relation connections in the pods and like she says the quote is their whole life they've been so insecure about being themselves because of these this crazy swipe generation that we are all (laughs) that we are in and this catfishing world that we're in and they're so afraid to be themselves oh god what else what else that sounds like a a person who is not connected to the current moment at all (laughs) like this crazy swipe generation and all the catfishers out there it's so funny to be like they're so insecure they don't even know how to be themselves it's like not only are they fat and that people wouldn't want them if they saw them but also because of that because they also are not full people and can't like I don't know. It's just she says, I wonder if they truly don't have enough time in those two weeks to find themselves a and then be themselves to then find that spouse. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, it's because of the things that it is the way that men weed women out. And we saw Shake do it time and time again, where he was like, could I pick you up at a festival? And while he was (laughs) saying it the most egregious way. Men do it in other ways, too. Absolutely. Like, how much do you work out? Blah, 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 blah. You know, like all that stuff. I'm looking for an active. I always think like the the language is because it's the same things that get used in like race and all of it, you know, like these sort of the codified words, you know, like, of course, of course, everybody understands what you're poking at, you know, more than anything is she is not involved in casting. no. She has no control over what anyone does. She literally just sits on a couch and asks them questions later. They're barely in it. Barely in it. She should not speak on it because she doesn't know how to speak to it. No, this is a wildly bizarre take to have. Wild, very bad take to say they are so insecure. And insecurity could play a part 
in some of it for some people. But then whatchamadooger, that girl who literally cried constantly and her boyfriend with the weird shorts and the weird hair. If insecurity were that big of a factor, I do not remember this woman's name, but truly she was, you know, the one who was fully bananas and like, yes, the one who used Blonde? to be fat. No, no. She, oh, oh, yes, yes. She yes, lost yes. weight and that's but like that is the quintessential person that you are probably thinking of. But that is person that personality type is so extreme that is not actually what everyone is dealing with and to sum it all up like well we just think these people are too insecure because of how they know they're gonna look they're gonna disappoint people later it's like just really is so annoying it's essentially like oh maybe you don't maybe this is too strong but it's like victim blaming you know what i mean it's like full victim blaming it's like well yeah i mean it's like they can't because and it's like well it's because of how they're treated. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And this is like an actual perpetuation of that. Yeah. Like this, this sort of, and especially that like sort of faux empathetic tone. Mm. Oh, it's all the catfishers. <laughs> it's like, man, if you just had stopped at calling shake out, you would be a queen to us. But now you have to go and be like, Fabi Lure's so insecure. Right. Because the thing is, every woman is insecure. I mean, the idea that, yes, that- when it comes to like, not every woman, but I would say you'd be hard, pre- hard pressed on that show specifically to find women who aren't insecure about how they appear to people. It just is. It's being a woman in modern society. I mean, she posted a video. I remember maybe I saw it on like Access Hollywood of her getting cast on like CSI or one of the like Hawaii shows. Like I think she got some acting role in the last like year outside of it. And it's like a video of her like finding out in her car and like hysterically sobbing about like, I can't believe it. I thought I was never going to act again. Like it's like very vulnerable, but it's like you're an insecure actress (laughs) like that's fine people are insecure and it doesn't stop people from finding love like that's i think that's what it is the core of it you're right it's like everyone is insecure that is not why no one can find love No, you know like insecure people can find love the whole like you have to love yourself it's like you should love yourself it is more attractive when someone loves themselves but even if you don't people who don't love themselves find love majority (laughs) it ain't like you're just it's you not doing enough that's not it it's actually not (laughs) it it is so many other factors and it's really reductive to say that miss lachey miss lachey i tell you what if i were taking jessica simpson's sloppy seconds i certainly (laughs) wouldn't be talking like this i tell you what i think nick lachey is also a Republican or no maybe I'm thinking Mario Lopez <laughs> literally don't <laughs> doesn't matter a men are some and, men are and I don't care for and it. I'm on a tear <laughs> <laughs> okay speaking of being on a tear this was wild this was fun and unexpected uh, uh, and, and mysterious too. mysterious so on Tuesday night we love Rachel, Chef Rachel. From Below Deck. From Below Deck. Chef Rachel Miss Hargrove. Eat My Cooter. Right. We know a woman who says, is as no stranger to sharing how she feels. She tweets, cheers to the most narcissistic twat on at Bravo TV. Um, 
along with an article about Austin Kroll from so it's a bravotv.com piece on Austin Kroll explains why that quote big meeting changed everything for Trop House which is his company I guess and so she retweets it and says cheers to the most narcissistic twat on Bravo TV and then she proceeds to share a bunch of alleged texts that look like they're between her and someone from Bravo's PR team that have all since been deleted. Oh no. I guess. And it's a back and forth of basically the PR person from Bravo asking her to take it down. And she says, I don't sit down. I stand up. I'm tired of the BS. I refuse to participate in at BravoCon 2022. Done with bullies on TV. And she says, talking about Kroll, he was in Tampa and Fort Lauderdale where I live. We met up. But what was actually good was I met his brewing team. We were all hanging out. He didn't like the fact that I don't party and wasn't doing his whole thing, being an idiot. This guy is an idiot. Even when him and Shep, a lot of spelling issues, threw my bag on the floor at Upfronts while waiting to go do dress rehearsal. And then the part that made me laugh, oh, she concluded the rant by calling him a drunk cokehead. And then the part that made me laugh is she shared, I think, like a DM from him that was like, Rachel! (laughs) Rachel, what the fuck? It was from Austin. Yeah, Yeah. Rachel, WTF. (laughs) Which really made me laugh because I felt very genuine. But this I didn't see coming. I, I... what I found frustrating in the screenshots that we saw yeah. of her talking was she cut out enough of what she said yeah. that I was like, no, if you're going to post it, you need to show us even the, whole the dumb convo. stuff that you said. Okay. Yes. But I want to know, I, I, I'm sad though, because she is saying essentially that she will not have anything to do with Bravo anymore. No. So, but it's like, do we understand that as like, was that in response to Bravo PR ask? Was she sort of like, I'm done with Bravo because of the PR team coming after her or, or this like I'm old sh- interaction with I, I'm I'm sure there's fired. more. No, no, oh. no, no. I'm sure that they t- I'm sure when you are someone who can make your own living and you're like a production team. Yeah. And I don't make a lot of money from the show, although she does from the exposure. But when you have producers like telling you what you can and can't do outside of tweeting, just in general, she probably just doesn't like being, you know, having to be a part of the machine of it all. Yeah, it does seem at odds with her personality. Yeah, which is a bummer, though, because she's a great chef to watch. She's She's funny. She's also it's very cool to have a female chef on that show. Yeah, very rare. Um, I I hope they get her back. It is also unfortunately kind of validating in terms of i think how most people think of austin that's the thing it's like guys just let her talk shit about austin why are you trying to protect him right it surprised me it's like don't we all kind of agree that like he's a drunk cokehead yeah i don't think that that sounds out of touch at all that's not even rude i think i think that's (laughs) honestly just like like knowing his middle name well we'll see where this goes speaking of drunk cokeheads (laughs) (laughs) allegedly we don't know who does cocaine at all we don't know no i just assume if you can stay up past midnight <laughs> something's going on <laughs> if you can if you're over the age of 35 and you can make it past midnight o'clock something's going on. except us at one party <laughs> one time but if you do it consistently yes, yeah yes, yes. and we did have cocaine in the form of espresso martinis <laughs> <That's true. laughs> 
espresso martinis guys fully should be illegal yeah yeah so this tom sandoval stuff you sent it to me tell me about tom sandoval I, this clip made it my way tom is being interviewed backstage it looks like at one of his live shows he has a band called tom sandoval sandoval and the most extras Ugh, terrible name um and he had a show and apparent this interview seems to be taking place backstage. The camera, as the person who posted it pointed out, is so close to his face. It's just a very close interview. And he's very sweaty. Post show. I said he seemed extremely coked up. Well, allegedly. Alleged. And, and he has like one eye kind of has like, you know, eye paint underneath it. And he clearly we missed the question in this quote, but it's clearly the question is like, how does your music compare to the other music that Vanderpump people are doing? Because there are several on the show. Yeah. And he says, I would say that what I'm doing is a bigger production. And that's why it's called Tom Sandoval and the most extras because we're fucking extra as fuck. And he goes on, he says, I'm really, really, oh no, this is him talking about the specifics of his song, but he kind of goes on to like, kind of jab at like Sheena and James Kennedy and Lala who have all made music. He says, obviously Lala, James, Sheena, they've done more original music. Look, I'm on a, this part actually we both agreed was yeah. very humbling. Look, I'm on a reality show. Let's be real. Me coming in and having people come out and want to listen to like 12 original tracks by me. Is that really a draw? Do I even really want to put people through that? He <laughs> says, that's the best part about being in a cover band is that people don't have to come out and be into my shit. They can be into their favorite songs, you know? So is the point to me, I'm not even doing it justice. None of this sounds particularly in insane. I urge you to watch the clip. It was more to me the intensity with which i can never get over how intense tom sandoval is speaking yeah and how off-putting i find it <laughs> i find him like to be the most off-putting man because it's really not like what he says in the first part the bigger production is like well he's in a band it yeah. is a bigger production there's horns there's it. all kinds of it's a it is a band yeah whereas like they're just doing their kind of in the studio auto-tune yes. stuff which is like also fine but and then like they're doing like a solo like kind of dance sexy when they do perform yes. right yes so like that i don't think is offensive saying that my music it's no. a, a bigger production but when you say no one wants to listen to a reality star's original tracks it's like <laughs> you are correct and also that's where the insult that's the dig that's by the humbling dig. himself that's why i like it it's perfectly tom where it's like he humbles himself in order to the only reason he's doing it is to jab at his castmates i feel like i think it's sincere yes and it makes me laugh because he's right it is insane and i don't want to watch him perform ever i mean you watch the fucking winklevoss twins that's different that's different no it's exactly the same it's of course exactly it is. the same <laughs> uh, i'm gonna say this i don't like tom sandoval i'm positive he's a better person than they are that i agree with yeah yes so well and they didn't build a bar down the street from my house that we're gonna go to we have to go we to. will don't worry guys we will go well we won't dangle it forever <laughs> i you know what I, I agree that it is better to do covers so i agree when that okay. way good for you tom good for you tom this was interesting and brought up some chatter that we had back and forth so I haven't seen this, but people are very upset about Instagram, I guess, is testing out a new Instagram that looks, I guess, I'm imagining like TikTok-esque that's more full screen. Oh. And I think the feed moves like In, TikTok. On, 
on reels if you go to the reels part it does do that and i find it very annoying because it like it's impossible to get in and out of it's very annoying but it sounds like some people are getting it as as i understand it i could be wrong like their main feed looks like looks like i guess a reels thing so people aren't happy and two of those people i mean chrissy teigen went back and forth with the founder with the ceo oh really yeah 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 so i saw other people sharing this it was kind of just one of those like tiles that people were sharing but that said stop trying to be tiktok i just want to see it said make instagram instagram again stop trying to be tiktok i just want to see cute photos of my friends one kylie jenner and one kim jenner kim jenner (laughs) Kim, the greatest mess up of my life. Literally couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> Both posted it and people went, Ooh, oh my God. Because they famously Kylie back in the day in 2018, she she p- slammed Snapchat. She's I think like, Snapchat's like, over. I don't like Snapchat anymore. I'm more into Instagram. And then everyone was like, me too. And then the parent company, the shares dropped 7% because largely everyone took it to be because of Kylie and and her influence. So the CEO of Instagram, Adam Mosieri then issued a public statement acknowledging that the platform's pivot to video is quote, not good yet, (laughs) which made me laugh. Not good yet. (laughs) Not good yet. So there is just an overall backlash of like the, he said, there's a lot happening in Instagram right now. I want to address a few things we're working on to make Instagram a better place. Please, please let me know. Please, please let me know. Look, I can't talk. No, wait, I like that one though. Please Please let me know. Please let me know. And to which everybody responded and was like, it sucks. It sucks. Because here's the thing what my favorite part of Instagram is, is finding TikToks, saving them to my phone, and then reposting them with captions on Instagram because I feel like I curate them in a way where I'm finding stuff that you, if you don't use TikTok, you need to see. We're little gatekeepers. But he's, even though I think there is this. He said the company will continue to support photos, but noted that he believes, quote, that more and more of Instagram is going to become video. If you look at what people share on Instagram, Instagram, that's shifting more and more to video over time. If you look at what people like and consume and view on Instagram, that's also shifting more and more to video over time. Even when we stop changing anything. So we're going to have to lean into that shift. So it's a chicken before the egg. It's like, you know, I think we all want to feel and believe that they're forcing us towards video on this platform. He's saying, no, that's what people are sharing. Well, more. can't you just leave it as it is? then that's if that's I, if it's already happening then don't change a thing it's well, and perfect I think buddy people believe especially because instagram has successfully co-opted like stories were a full co-opt of snapchat and it worked like a lot of the times they've done it it's worked and so i think this is this one that everybody feels very qualified to weigh in on where we're like we see you becoming tiktok and you don't, we don't want that we like the other one we don't like that i i truly the only thing i don't mind video but to me it's the same thing you said the the way that it pops in and out of reels is like what drives me crazy yeah i don't feel like i have control over yeah it. and you can't mute it very easily too so if it pops on in a place that's annoying. oh instagram and the sound nothing mm-hmm. is more annoying mm-hmm. that honestly instagram's over i'm you're seven you're seven percent bye bye you're done i don't enjoy it that much anymore I it's impossible for anything to rival how happy TikTok makes me. I know. It's and it's impossible. And it's the community of TikTok that I like. And like, I will literally say there's, there's no other social media platform that my brain does this. I'll be like, 
literally like I'm in a bad mood. Oh, I'll scroll TikTok. Yeah. Like the way I would be like, I'll take a walk. It'll clear my head. It's like I literally. I don't need to walk anymore. I don't need to walk. My fingers can walk. (laughs) I'll walk right up and down this little screen. (laughs) It truly. And it works. And I'll literally then be like laying in bed being like. (laughs) (laughs) I think I sent you some TikToks you're going to like too. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I sent some you're going to appreciate. Appreciate. But yeah, we'll see if. Oh, but so there was this. This there was then a TikTok. suggesting that perhaps Kim and Kylie and the Kardashians are hinting at creating their own social media platform. Well, it wasn't their own. There was one that's already out there that they're the only, like, their only followers are all the Kardashians and their brands. I don't remember what the name of it is, and I don't have it in front of me, so... It's called, like, Early or something like that. I don't remember. But it had an E. That's helpful. But yeah, I, and we were kind of chatting back and forth about like, would they really take on or like put their names on a social media platform? I don't think that they want to deal I, with the mess of that. I don't think they would create one. I think they could invest in it. Yeah. And invest in it by being like, we're not even going to put our money into it. We're going to put our power behind it. And if it makes money, we get a percentage of it. Yeah. I just wonder because I couldn't imagine them ever leaving their current platform. Honestly, nothing is worse than when a company's like, here's a successful thing. Let's make our own version. And it generally doesn't work. Like Peacock? What a fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, it doesn't like, literally the usability isn't, is what is the problem. I like Peacock. I have it. I pay for it. I love Ultimate Girls Trip. I love Rutherford Falls. I love, you know, I'll, I'll, I, but the problem is, it's like you tried to recreate the interface of someone who's been doing it for years and has probably already spent hundreds of millions of dollars figuring out the interface, the user interface, and you are going to bankrupt yourself trying to make it like work properly. Well, and I think it's, it's just very easy to underestimate what works, you know? I mean, look, I only worked in tech for a few years, but trying to make usable interfaces whether it's like you know an instagram whether it's a hulu whatever it's like building a roller coaster it can go you can think you have it and then a bunch of people get their heads chopped off you know what i mean (laughs) well that's my big thing is that it's like if you look at like where facebook's at now if you look at the like in youtube and particularly as it relates to like children young people like what they're seeing exploited like there's a lot of scary shit yeah about relying on user generated content you know like that's a really gnarly field especially if you're trying to make money off of it and that's why instagram has become a home to video and shopping as opposed to like this is the thing that happens with all these platforms is that they like there is not a way for a company to make money off of people just sharing photos yeah that's not how businesses work and then so they all have to shift into monetization platforms and we hate it and rightly so but at some point that's what they have to do to pay for their buildings and their staff and all of the things that they need i'm i mostly just get mad about bugs i don't like bugs in the system that's what i'm I like, i'm literally I you meant just actual bugs no and i was like when did how did we no. get to bugs I, i'm just i don't like bugs i just literally <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go back to peacock i don't like that when i hover my when i'm trying to click on something i can't tell if it's highlighted or well, not peacock, peacock could eat a bug 
Peacock, just make it more clear. I'm too old. That's why I, feel like I hear the clicking noises, but I'm not seeing the clicking noises. This is like me and the Zara website. Uh. I am so angry at the Zara website. I have like this, un- it comes up and I'm like, terrible website i mean patreon did an (gasps) update and it only is i have another podcast called 90 day bay that interface is normal it's like it used to be and now the new one on l is for losers is different and it's really hard to use and i'm mad patreon on a tear today (laughs) i'm i i got you mad i got you mad about something the internet is beyonce and i'm mad (laughs) okay so good news sonia morgan's townhouses on the market off the market back on the market for 8.75 million dollars okay you guys have been listening to a free preview of ellis for losers Ooh, we hope you liked it oh yeah and if you did you can go on over to patreon.com slash L is for losers and you can sign up to listen to our full episodes, mm-hmm. which are quite meaty. <laughs> and we also will have our vintage recaps of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, it's fun. We got a whole lot of stuff there for you. You're going to love what you find. Yeah, it's <laughs> patreon.com slash L is for losers. Bye. Bye.